1: Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday. I'm guessing the date is the f- the it's Wednesday, the 4th, fourth, because it's we're recording it not on Wednesday. Um, how's it going? How's your week? Uh, we have a guest here today. beans on toast. Hi. How How's it doing? going? You might want to get a bit closer. Hi, how are you doing? It's very, doing, low doing. Fine. it's very intimate. Yeah, <clears> you got <throat> enough leg space. I'm, I'm good. Are you are you sure, broad, I'm broad I can broad broad pull call. this out.
0: You told me not to touch. that. No, no, yeah. There you go. Oh, we go. What's going on? Right? right, okay.
1: Feels like a card game. So first of all, I wanted to talk about like the usual shit we talk about on the podcast, like pop culture and the, what's been in the news. But we'll get to that. I just okay. want to talk about your career because it blows my mind that that you're, you know, that when I when we met, it was just you you ran pubs and you stood up on a chair and did these gigs and yeah. you've kind of become this like sort of like our generation I always say our generation's Billy Bragg and you always say that that's not true but like there is like you fucking you've done the O2 arena Yep right, right. I don't know many people that still run pubs that have played the O2 arena and Wembley arena yeah, well, I, you know, as we've clarified,
0: I don't really run the <laughs> and and, yeah. and also, to be clear, you know, it wasn't me playing the 0 Arena. It was me opening for Frank
1: Turner. That's still, you've yeah, still... Yeah, no, done it, it. don't get me wrong.
0: I'm not knocking it. It was amazing. And, you know, like... Um, yeah, and a lot, lot of opportunities have come up. But, you know, they kind of link in as well. Because, you know, like, through sort of kind of booking and helping bands and you know having that that's always been my thing I like i book generally book gigs because i enjoy music you know and i I see good stuff and i'm like we could put this here this will work there you know like and through doing that you kind of form a definite friendship with you know a lot of people that then go on to be great bigger musicians even though they were great when you didn't know at the same time i'm you know writing these like little ditties and whatnot and knocking it around and then it, it, it comes back and people like, he always looks after me for some good gigs, I want him to open and you know, and I fit that support slot act perfectly.
2: <laughs> don't sound check. Yeah, but you know what check. though,
1: it's, it's, this is the change is that you're, I was thinking of asking you to open for some gigs, and I was like, you're too big now. You Wait, are- I'd
0: do, I would definitely do it. You're
1: like, uh, you've sold out Scarla now. Yeah,
0: and Electric Ballroom more yeah. recently Is, is Electric well. Ballroom
1: bigger than Scarlet.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Well, I mean, Electric Ballroom's a thousand capacity, and we did like 900, okay. so, um, which I think Scarla's And then
1: f- five albums? Six albums. Six albums, yeah. And then the first album was 50 songs. Mm-hmm yeah alright that's not normal that's not well, no, why, that, that's not a normal thing
0: well but but the first time you know I'd been I'd most greatest hits
1: are not 50 songs you know that right hey, but it's
0: not so some of them you'd be hard pushed to call songs <laughs> to be honest like are you experimenting the, with short form well you, you, just, you know none of my songs are very long but it was with that it was more I'd been doing it for, you know I'd just been playing it without much I never really thought about doing a record I was just writing songs and singing them as and yeah. when like it could and it worked and it was it was only when the first Frank Frank Turner was doing really well and his first big tour had come through Mm. and I was going to be opening for him and it was like Shepherds Bush was the London show and his label just said you know do you want to do a record you're on the tour you'll sell enough on that tour to make it worthwhile and and that was the only that was the first time I thought about doing a record and I was like yeah but I was like but I'll it will probably annoy you. what I want to do, I just can't think of, it, of me making a normal record. I don't know what I'll do, but it would be pretty odd. And I was like, do whatever you want, mate. You know, like you'll sell it on the road. Hmm. So uh, then I was just like, well, what I'll I do? I was like, I'll just rec- I counted the songs I had, and I had 48. So I was like, I'll just write a right, couple more. more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just get it how end end did like, you, how just, long did you
1: spend tracking that first record? Oh,
0: uh, three days. I did it with Ben. <laughs> did it with Ben. Love it. They love it from Mumford. From so. Mumford, yeah. So he produced yeah. your first record, yeah, exactly. We Did just you do went any of the other not, ones? in a room not too dissimilar from this one, <laughs> yeah. actually. Again, I said to He was like, Yeah, do you want to do some recording? and I was just like, You know, I've got 50, 50 songs. You know, if it was, it needed to be a bit odd, it needed to be that many songs so that it could be like, Otherwise, it'd be like, Oh, it's just a guy on a guitar and it's just like a, a record. I don't know, it made sense to me. And then I spoke to the label and I was like, okay, here it is, this is a record, and I was like, I'd like it in a double CD, like now that's what I call music, CDs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were like, fine. And, I was, and then they called back. <laughs> in that tone of voice. They, yeah.
2: yeah,
0: they called back, and I was like, right, we've looked into it, and it turns out that no one makes them anymore, and it's going to cost a fortune, and we'll never make any money off off it. And I was like, that's the only thing I wanted
2: that was your, that was your yeah. deal breaker I was like, I was like, that
0: was it. and I was like cool
1: let's do it and uh, so we did that we never made any money of it <laughs> it was in a thick that was one of the best things about exactly. it exactly yeah. like going to buy the record the week it came out mm. and it was in a fucking double CD pack yeah 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 it I was so those. thick yeah, yeah, really it was thick. magic yeah and then what four, five more since then five more since then one a year One a year. exactly yeah but that's not normal, Che. It is.
0: It's. It makes complete sense, and, uh, especially. How many in, tracks are on the other five? Like between twelve and fifteen, you know. Like, and that's, and and then since then, and the thing is, it it makes perfect sense because if you want to play like festivals each year, you can't be doing the same thing as you did last year. Mm. If you're going back to the same festivals and saying, you know, yeah. it's, it's an interesting record. ethos, but it, it's
1: not really a musician's ethos. It's more of like. A comedian, like around. like you know, a comedian that does a different hour every year. I'm not calling Yeah, you a yeah, no, fair. But days. you know, if I want to get booked again next year, I have. You got to go, say
0: like, say something. Here's different.
1: a new thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I
0: didn't realize that's what comedians do. But yeah, mm. I guess that does make sense. And it's also because you know, like I, for example, I've I'm doing a uh, like a kind of YouTube channel sofa session or something mm. thing on Monday, mm. and. Uh, I, my album was out in December. My latest one, and I'm going to record three brand new tunes on this one because you know well, I've got a song about the Green Party. I got a song about the Charlie Hebdo thing yeah. and all that. And it's like hey, if you're writing about s- stuff that's happening as and when it happens, yeah. you, it's not going to. It does, my, I think my my songs don't have that long a shelf life. But.
1: What's the is the is the writing process for you something where you're like you'll do you sit down with the guitar? and Then have the idea, or do you know what you want to write? It seems to me like you kind of know what you want to say before you see,
0: yeah. But I, it's this, it's as simple as a spliff for me, it really is. Really, yeah. And I've never written a song when I haven't been stoned.
1: No, what really,
0: (laughs) yeah. You've got like 200 songs, you're stoned a lot then. No, well, it's like, like Lizzie said, I almost use weed as like a tool, yeah. Um, like I, if. I sort of make a point every now and then of being in uh, writing process for me is being in a place where I know no one can hear me because uh, when I smoke weed, it's not the same as it used to be i weirdly self-conscious mm. so if I think someone's listening it doesn't work if I can sit by myself somewhere have a smoke and the thing is I can't uh, once I've learnt a song I'm happy to play it to a crowd but oh, I've got, so I don't want to sit and play it to so myself so you live
1: with your you live with your wife though right yeah how do you write in the house when she's there
0: I, don't take me long. She, she she gets back from work late. Just, to, to nail a couple of songs. <laughs> Especially if I find the leap like if, <laughs> if, I, if <laughs> I haven't had a lot if I sort of like haven't had like a songwriting night for ages. Yeah. I get all sort of yeah. like like a spring. Like Land we Because yeah. we was like I we was away over Christmas. Like I was just, all of end of last year. I was mad busy, and then we was away. We got back in January, and I was like oh fucking I'd just been like touring and what and then one night she was like went out for a choice with some mates or whatever come back and she had her five new tubes, and I was like
1: was that five oh. spliffs or was that one spliff
0: uh, well I don't smoke tobacco anymore so it's a little pipe so it's harder to keep <laughs> harder to keep
1: tracks on it <laughs> as well
0: but uh, it was a fair fair few pipes
1: did you like the Super Bowl halftime time show I actually did you watch it no. Like any discerning sports fan, I watched the halftime show, <laughs> the Super Bowl. Who <laughs> was playing? It was Katie Perry. I don't Perry. even know. Oh, the Seattle Seahawks and the Patriots. No, no, no,
2: no, no, the, the halftime show. Yeah,
1: the halftime show was Katie Perry, and then joined Miss, by Lenny Kravitz and Miss, Missy Elliott.
2: But Missy, Well, I saw that bit. Missy Elliott wow. came out, and um, Katie Perry just followed her around. Yeah. Wouldn't let her perform on her own. Yeah. That was fucking weird. Yeah, but it was Katie Perry's moment, wasn't no, it? No, no, but she was literally just interjecting, going, uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, girl. Uh, I was like, "What the
1: fuck?" Just let Lenny Kravitz, mim- Lenny Kravitz mimed guitar. Yeah, you mimed. As well. They all mimed, aren't they? and they sang "I Kissed the Girl" together. Have you mimed? No, I've got a, tr- a, a new track
0: that I've been working on though that I g- is going to come out. I'm going to start doing it this summer. Which is, it's called karaoke indie bands. Okay. And because it, as well as miming now, there's quite a big thing about bands that are like real bands yeah. that actually have backing tracks that have got a lot of shit going on in Mate. the back. More and more, this is from working in venues, yeah. and it's like, the song's called Can I Have a Bit More Track in the Monitor? Because it's like, <laughs> I saw an like, uh, unspecified like heavy rock band that are in the charts, that are doing well, and they're definitely, you know, as far as people would be concerned, real music. You know, I'm not someone that wants to decide what is real or what isn't. But I was like, the singer was like, yeah, my voice is really fucked today, so we're going to have to turn the, the track up. And it turns out that all of his vocals were... It, it would be and played as well. For this is like for a metal band. It's like mm. more and more. Like again, weird, I don't want to name bands. <laughs> no. So I've I've got a uh, a tune called I want a bit more track in the now, <laughs> and it's going to have a backing track. <laughs> And I'm good. going to start off yeah. just playing it, and then it goes, yeah, and then like these hand claps come in, and I'm like, yeah, who's doing That's the great. hand claps, everyone? Like, and it's going to have harmonies and all this shit. That's great. But, uh, it's good, but I've realised I've got to send a sound of, say for my text back for festivals. I'm like, and I need a backing track, for an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, fucking dick. <laughs> oh no,
2: no,
1: no! It's an ironic. Yeah, it's a yeah. It runs, I'm satirizing it. It. yeah. I'm satirising it. I'm satirising it. Fuck yourself. Uh, I, I did a tour with backing track once. Horrible on one song in the set, and it was like it was around the time that I I just signed my publishing, and everyone was like, Oh, you need to look, you know, you need to be really professional. Bro, you need yeah. to get a record That's the thing,
0: thing. it's told, and and it's now it's like a c- it is,
1: f- is a cultural f- norm. So, just ah, just, uh, but I, okay, hang on a minute. So, yeah. ju- just to give you a bit of uh, the listeners a bit of background information, it's like the backing track is say. Uh, you going in into the recording studio and you have a song and then you decide, oh, well, some violins would be really nice on this. And the violins, you're so happy with them that when you go out live, you think... <laughs> we can't do it without <laughs> the It doesn't sound no. as good without the violins. Yeah. And then you go, why don't we get five violinists to come on this tour with us? <laughs> and then someone goes, okay, well, that's going to cost an extra £12,000 a week.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. So then
1: you basically go, all right, well, maybe there's a cheaper way, which the cheaper way is you plug an iPod into the fucking to the sound system and and the vi- and you have the ice the violin tracks from your album session yeah. are isolated mm-hmm. and that plays over you playing the song yeah but it kind of makes the set quite Anodyne because then someone is listening to a, a metronome, which is a click track, so yeah, the violins yeah. come in at the same time. Which means that the song never speeds up or the you know, you can't change yeah. Yeah. as human beings you naturally respond to the crowd. Yeah, you naturally revolve tempos the live and yeah, some yeah. songs are faster, some songs are slower. Are you
2: saying you can't play at a steady pace? <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. that once you're once you're <laughs> playing like, to a metronome, you are locked <laughs> you, into that locked in, tempo. Yeah. yeah,
1: I know. And uh it's just I mean I've been I have toured with bands where you I have been like, Oh, they're sound checking, I'm gonna go watch the sound check and they're not, they're just playing the backing track. Yeah, yeah, it's through the the front of the house. It's insane to think
0: that as an audience member you could stand there and listen to these violins that sound brilliant and not go where The fuck's the violin player? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like even years, it's been that you know, it's, in pop music, it's been around for years, but it's just the way how it's snuck in and become a cultural norm yeah. in you know, in indie music, basically. But I remember years and years ago, Travis, remember Travis? Yeah, I saw them at, at uh, Radio One Big Day Out, um, down in Cornwall, or something like that, and uh. You know, it was one of them, it was like a free uh, sort of outdoor festival, yeah. huge. And they was like, they came out and played Driftwood or whatever their big thing was. There was no amps on stage. There was just like a, dr- a guy with a drum kit, an acoustic mm-hmm. guitar, no leads, someone mm-hmm. with a bass guitar. And they just like, did just might like a four piece making yeah. this orchestral noise. Like duh, 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 going off. And I was just like, you know, there was only doing two songs and it was a pop concert. So I was just like, this is such bullshit. So my mate, who's not a musician. But he's also not a fucking idiot. And he was like, oh, I quite like it. And I was like, yeah, but they're not even playing it. And he was like, are they not? I like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mate, they're a fucking mime. And I was like, listen, listen to what you're hearing. Look. And this woman behind me leant over and she went, excuse me, did you say that they're not actually playing this? And I was just like, everybody fucking thinks this is yeah. what Travis can do. The if they can walk out with a guitar, acoustic guitar
2: and a bass and have like, duh, 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 duh. all this shit going on. What's the lead singer's name, Travis? Fran Healy. Well, the thing is, you should you should know better because he deceives people. He, he would gel. He was going bald. And this has come from a bald guy. He, he gelled his hair into a very aggressive <laughs> little uh, triangle, yeah. didn't he? He gelled it. He was like, he really was determined yeah. to hold on to his <laughs> hair. So if a guy like that, you, you're looking for okay. a character reference from that guy. <laughs> you, didn't, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't face I, up to it like a man.
1: I used to um, uh, play, I used to Deb for Paloma Faith. Uh-huh. And I play. I'd go up and do when her, when her guitarist didn't couldn't do gigs. I'd do gigs, and there were a lot of the TV stuff. In fact, all of the TV stuff was mimed. So mm-hmm. she'd sing live. To her credit, she always sings live. Right. But I just sort of I'd get bored, like because it was you know it was good money as a as a you know um, you know as a session musician it was you know two hundred quid to go and mime three songs on Great David yeah. Dickinson's show. But I would get so bored that I just start miming other parts. Like I just start miming the violins, when right? I was playing okay, the guitar. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I remember doing one show at Coco, and and I'd done like four or five at this point, and I was feeling quite confident about it. And uh, I said to my friends, I was like, "All right, so this is going to be on TV. What do I need to do? Like, give me a challenge while we're while we're on TV." And they were like, "All right, you need to do as many spins as you can on stage." Right. So I was like, all right, fuck that shit, I can do that, yes. Like, arrogantly went out, I was like, "Mimings bullshit, this is nothing. Went out, first spin, just a 360 spin in front of the, I was going to just, you know, turn around and then, like, look back at the audience, but the the guitar strap popped off. Yeah. 30 seconds into the song and this guitar just fell, fell to the ground, smashed itself on the stage, didn't break. Mm Mm-hmm. But the guitar Two th- didn't stop. 2,000 people in the room. How big's Coco? 2,000? Yeah. Like that. So then just had to pick the guitar up with the straps still off and then just mime the rest of the show and I could just see people in the audience, like people giving me the wanker gesture, <laughs> like on, on live TV. Oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was fucking horrific. I never, I don't think, I I, I don't think anyone ever put it on YouTube. I don't
2: think you've ever recovered. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: so Well, crazy. you know, that's what that's what's going to happen, isn't
1: it? But I've, anyway, um, should you do the letters? Every week on the show, you can write in with any sort of... Uh, any problems you're having, any sexual problems, relationship problems. Basically, we have an agony aunt section. Great. So we've got a couple of letters this week. Uh, the email address is ebp, Excitable Boy Podcast, at josh-weller.com. All right, so, first letter this week... Um, Hello. <laughs> the subject of this That's is... Nice. Uh, curi- curious about a male point of view on age gaps. Right. the uh, is the subject of this email. Hello, I'm 19, nearly 20, but mainly attracted to older guys, not creepy dad age older. Probably because most guys my age are man children. I've recently spoken to an older friend about it, and they said they would shag me, but I'm too young. Jesus Christ. Oh, I feel so uncomfortable saying that sentence. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I was just wondering if that's a universal thing or just that guy. Am I too young? Have a nice week. Well, first of all, I mean, that's just a very weird question to ask. I mean, what? 1920? I, uh, well, I mean, she hasn't specified the age gap. Well, it's, good, it's,
2: it's a good point. Does she Look, mean 35? Um, just not just her age. Not creepy group. dad age. Yeah, not like 40. She's talking like
1: 30, maybe. Okay. So is that weird? No. Like, what she's saying is... What's the age gap between you and your wife? Five years. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. When I was like 18 and girls were dating, you know, guys who were like 25, 26, I remember just being like, what the fuck's wrong with them? What the... F- wh- why, do they, why can't they get girls their own age? You well, know, I remember, I remember a- like, actively having well, that and thought...
2: W- f- and what do you think now maybe. Well, now, my, I mean, all my girlfriends have been age. older
1: than me. All of my girlfriends I've ever had have been serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're an interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> and like,
1: I, I don't know. I guess maybe
0: you're not well versed to to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys answer.
1: I'm guys joking. I'm joking. can't tell us. Please. I I don't think it's I. I don't know. It depends. Well, on, it depends on the age gap. It, it, If It's not twenty.
0: It, well, the guys are twenty-five. It depends that's not the on the person. Yeah. It doesn't depend on the, uh, the so age gap no, at all. It depends of... on who, how, and why. Nineteen. A nineteen-year-old, you know, is fully equipped to make all their own decisions, and you know, like whoever they like. Yeah. And a thirty-five-year-old guy, you know, if he likes a nineteen-year-old, that's, that's then that then that's fine. They should be able to get it on. I think, it, it, like you know, he will probably work in like physically in bed but I think you'd have a hard time connecting with an age gap mentally like that and so on because a 35 year old should have you know lived and experienced life and a 19 year old You know, he's
1: still got a lot to do. Yeah, a 19-year-old is thinking, when I grow up, I want to do this. And a 35-year-old is going, what the fuck went wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Which (laughs) is even even
0: more just kind of like, you know, wanting to go out of an evening. I just picture, you know, you could perhaps meet and be like, oh, you could see the attraction from either side as well. It's like, you know, it's a 19-year-old girl, fucking great. You know, like
2: The point she made where um, she's attracted to older men because they're men. This sounds to me like someone boys. who wants a relationship. It's, but that's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. There's a whole culture of men where they don't know how... They can divorce from being learning what it is to be a
1: man and to be masculine and to be assertive in a different way. But she, she says she's spoken to an older friend about it and they said they would sleep with her, but she's too young.
2: She knows some decent, like, guys.
1: Yeah. So what like, you're suggesting is she should go out with some, no, some less like, decent what, guys. What yeah. I'm
2: saying is she doesn't have to look far afield to meet some utter rat bags. <laughs> yeah, be and, careful. And, and she mean, should be careful. Yeah. You know, like uh but I can understand like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah you go But it's it's also as well, it's like just saying that you don't you Writing off everybody your own age because you haven't found someone your own age that you like. Yeah. You know that's also there, can, there are guys the that can be
1: it. interesting and and fu- and fun and and mature at twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, but okay, my hypothetical question is this: is if you're not okay, this girl's how old is she? Nineteen. That's the other thing. She needs to just say how old she is. Not she don't ni- say she's 19, 19 and a half nearly or, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just say nineteen. Just say,
0: yeah, <laughs> just say how old you are. Nineteen yeah. and three quarters. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> and you know.
2: That's burrow.com slash acast. Burrow.com slash acast. She steered us away from the Freudian angle.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so quite, she's quite 19. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this. i At what age is that too young? At what age is it creepy? Just do it. Everyone's going to be traumatized. You're, sometime. you're talking to your friend who's dating a 19 year old, right? Yeah. And he's, and, and he's 25. 19 is fine. Yeah. yeah. He's 30. 19. Is that fine? Well, it's, it's, it'd be like, well, if you really want it, mate. Okay. He's 35. And she's 19. Excuse well, <laughs> no, I'm 34. Adorable. I'm 34. Would you date a 19-year-old?
0: No, because I'm married. But if what would you guys think? <laughs> if you weren't married. If you weren't if married. I ter- what, if, if, what if I turned up with a 19-year-old today and, you know, you could tell that she was young, but, you know, you could tell that we got on well and she wasn't,
2: you know... I don't think she... there's a problem with it. Ugh, it's I just know. you know where it's going. You just know, know where it's going though.
0: Yeah, I see the thing is I I see there's a there's a the, the problem would be because I can't see how it would work well. <laughs> you
2: can hang out with her friends, could you?
0: Just I, like I I mean, if
1: she was 19 what year was she born? Can we su- <laughs> wait, how do we subtract? Well, you, you just subtract. Two, 2014 <laughs> 2004, 90, <laughs> 1993 1995 Mid 90s. Yeah. That's weird. Hey, remember when Blur and Oasis? No, no. <laughs> like that's. I what was conceived. Strange. I was conceived to their music. Oh my god! Yeah. She, she would have been. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, just...
0: that's what. Yeah, it's, but
1: you know, but it's also each right, relationship. But the thing is, is my judgment is not. This is the thing none of us have addressed. If she, if she wants to date an older guy, totally fine. But I'm just a bit like, what kind of older guy wants to date a 19 year old? That's kind of weird. Because I just imagine it's purely because he wants to have sex with a 19-year-old.
2: Maybe she wants to just have sex with an older man. Yeah,
1: does, does you're she missing have to be, my point. No, you're missing she, my point. No, does I'm does not making... There's the no judgment
2: on her. Okay, no, I'm just saying that, like...
0: Like, what kind of... There's fe- definitely judgment on her from her friends. Mm, I don't know. You can only see it from the older guy. she sounds probably. like she
1: wants a relationship. This is my problem. She sounds like she wants a relationship, whereas a 35-year-old guy dating a 19-year-old girl is probably after something quite different. You know Okay. So to conclude, mm-hmm. maybe don't go as old as 35. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe it's, just go up to about 30. Say
2: 30. 29. 29. 30. 30. Yeah. yeah
1: 30 years old. <laughs> Next one. Dream therapist. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, I've recently been having freaky dreams for the last month or so, most nights. Weird stuff like dying, plane crashes, car crashes, and terminal illnesses. Really, I'm I not laugh laughing. for at the word not, No, no, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at that's fucking dark. Um, really graphic stuff. My girlfriend is saying I should go to a dream therapist because she thinks my body is trying to tell me something. Obviously, I can't go to a doctor, but a dream therapist... Aren't they just a step above a psychic on the bullshit scale? Should I stay or should I go now? Thanks.
0: Nothing bullshit about psychics, first off. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Really? Well, I, don't, I wouldn't call them full bullshit. Should you go to a dream therapist? I mean... What, where do you even go? There's not one on the high street, is no, there? No, there's
1: dream therapists everywhere. There's people that you go to, they analyse your dreams and they tell you what it means. And his girlfriend is saying, look, if you're having these fucked up dreams... Sure, I think it's more a thing for
0: him just to analyse his own dreams yeah. and work out I think he's right that his body is trying to tell him a message but it's probably not a physical message Like it's more like a, a mental thing but in the tarot death means the beginning of new horizons there you go well. so
2: it's a positive thing
1: see we've just saved you 200 yeah. quid
2: you're at a point of crisis and you're having anxiety dreams I, do,
1: I just think don't fucking go to a dream therapist because it sounds like bullshit that's what I think <laughs> You've got a good story there, yeah. out of it. Is this going to be some woman who's going to have tea in a strainer, who's got beads on her doors, who's going to charge you 50 quid to lie to you? That's why I think. <laughs> I did a, a
0: tarot reading in the middle of America years ago, and uh, everybody, no one wanted me to go. It was just like a sign on the side of the road. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. Everyone was against it. Everybody waiting outside. This weird woman took me into a room with loads of pictures of Jesus everywhere. Which Anyway, she did the cards. I've had a few tarot readings one time. And uh, she said, right, 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 something dramatic. And I was like, that's not a word. (laughs) And she went, oh, my God. And she went, it is. And I was like, no. I said, dramatic is a word and drastic is a word. I said, dramatic is not a word. And she went, (laughs) it is. I was like, it's fucking not. If you no. just maintain it for long enough. And right, it was just right. like we just had this standoff and it literally lasted <laughs> for a linguistic ages. standoff I was like, with
2: a tarot card
0: reader. Yeah. In the, literally in the middle of it was like the middle of Texas on the side of a fucking like, weird road. And we just argued about it and I was like, Alright, go on then, tell me the rest of it. Like and she she said, Well, you know, you're far away from home and I was like, Maybe that's the Essex accent. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's that and then I like, That's
1: the thing, they just tap into I I was in um I was in New York and uh This is the one experience I had with um, a psychic and I'd met this, I was doing a gig in New York and I'd met this girl and I was like, we were having this like spontaneous romantic, oh my God, we're in New York evening and we, and, and we walked past like $5, get your, you know, psychic woman. And I was like, oh, my God, should we get, let's get our futures read. Maybe, you know, like, oh, maybe we, it'll say we'll end up together. Knocked on the woman's door. And this woman just came to the door in her dressing gown, pulled the curtain open and went, I'm closed, fuck off. <laughs> and that was the only experience I've ever had visiting a psychic. That's great. I was like, well, kind of sums up the whole thing, doesn't it? She's just an angry woman in a dressing gown. She can't be she... that
2: pissed off. She should have seen that it coming. That definitely doesn't sum up the whole thing. <laughs> she should have known. She should yeah. have seen it coming.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Should he top. go to a dream therapist? Okay, let's do, let's do an X-Factor thing. I vote no. No, yeah. Go, no, but, but dress as...
2: Um, theme your dress and try to freak them try out. Try and throw them off. I'd try like to extend off. my no
0: with no, but pay a lot of attention to her dreams. Like, Analyze them yourself.
1: Um, I'm really sorry about this, but I'm going to have to stop the podcast mid-podcast because I really need the toilet. Right. But I'll be back in a sec. Right. Do we do we pause it or do we keep on talking oh to? I know, just keep, keep going. going. It's fine. It's pretty unprofessional.
2: Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> so okay. So what happens you to that? yourself.
0: Well, we, we, can we not even read any read we, any letters? Can we
2: do the next letter? We kiss. That's we, what
0: one. No one can see. It. <laughs> we're gro- we're we can just you. do this. We can just yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah just do the other one. Is well, either one? that or we can just play. Yeah, on you
2: read. The, read what? You read one of the letters. We can play on Joss's phone.
0: <laughs> oh, here you go. There is one. Okay. A scary letter. Dear EBA, we live in a student house and are all boys. This was recently posted through our door. We opened it to look for an address, but what we got was an emotional letter. What do we do apart from email it to you to read it on the podcast?
2: So, a letter.
0: Uh, no, hang on. So, we've got it was addressed to. So- there's a piece of a letter. It was addressed to Sophie, and it said, red letter. He said in the letter he turned his phone off in October. But we have lived here since September, <laughs> and the people in the house before us were also all boy- all boys. He can't have known his amazing, GF, that long if he didn't know where she lived.
2: Help! So what's the situation? I'm missing something here. No, 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 no. They they're living in a house. They were sent a letter that wasn't addressed to them, but it was to their address, as it were, and it was like a love letter. Oh, but we got all we got was an emotional oh, letter, it? right? Yeah. yeah. What do we do apart from
0: email it to you? But we, we need surely we need to be able to read the letter. Oh, okay. Do you Here's have the, the letter? letter? I've got the letter here. Oh, dear. Uh, right, okay.
1: Have you given it? Have you done mm-hmm. all the... Okay, cool. All right, so this is the letter.
0: That was a quick piss, by the
1: way. Thank you very much. <laughs> dear Sophie, first of all, I'm sorry. So sorry for ignoring you. Hurting you... What? Hurting you everything... Hang on a minute. Oh, sorry for ignoring you, hurting you, everything those months... I was always a shitty boyfriend to you, and I knew you deserved better that day in October I came to see you was the day my mum went into hospital to see about her operation. after we fell out about me going home ill what after we fell out about me going home ill, I went straight to sleep with every intention of texting you when I woke up, but when I woke up. It was to a house of tears. <laughs> that can't be real. A house of tears. The new Oscar I don't think we should, we I don't
0: think we should be knocking this guy. Okay, you so I'm really sorry. You woke up to a house sorry. of tears, Josh.
1: No, but I just, whatever. Okay, this you is... You woke up to a, a metaphorical house made of water. I haven't read this yet. All and right. I just, it just screams bullshit to me, which is why <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing. Okay. My mum got told she couldn't be operated. Okay, for one, he hasn't (laughs) specified what it was. Like, the first thing... No, but he's
2: not
0: writing
1: it to you. He's written it to his girlfriend. He knows all about it. My mum got told she couldn't be operated on, which to all of us meant she was going to die. Oh, no. At that point, i just stopped talking to everyone for weeks, turned my phone off, ignored the world. I didn't know what to do. After those weeks, I turned my phone on and read your text. You asked me how I coped. Well, I didn't. But by then, it was too late. I knew I couldn't just go apologise to you. I knew I... Just... just This guy's grammar and punctuation is brilliant, by the way. Just point that out. This letter
2: never reached its intended target. Yeah, so you
1: need to right. find you out who, find who it exactly is. Tell him, Tell me, let us finish it. I yeah. knew I couldn't just apologise to you. I knew I really hurt you. And I'm so very sorry for that. But I kept telling myself that you were and would be happier without me. And I so very hope you are. You really deserve to be. I always love you, Sophie. I'm starting to feel bad about taking the piss out yeah, of you. Yeah, no seriously,
0: just nice. need to get it to its rightful. Um,
1: you really deserve to be. I'll always love you, Sophie. And I hope if you ever see me, you'll say hi or at least smile. But I understand completely. I understand completely <laughs> really? if you don't. You're a great friend and girlfriend to me, even though I wasn't to you. The picture frame of you and. Hang on, we're changing to another image here. The picture frame of you and me will always be on my desk and I will never forget you. Love, Jack. Hang on a minute. Okay.
2: This uh, has got go,
1: go to go to us. You've, yeah, given, you've given... Okay, hang on a minute. You've got to find... Background him. information on this. Yeah. Guy has a girlfriend. Yes. And he goes home one night. Yes. With, he has a girlfriend. Right. He goes home one night, finds out his mum's in the hospital and turns his phone off for weeks. Yeah. And then... The relationship ends because he doesn't contact his girlfriend for weeks. In an age of Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and l- like so much social media, I so see many where you're going with friends. this, Columbo. I see where you're going. Right? Just, just, just remind me. Yep. Um. You're calling bullshit on this. And no, you so, don't know what
0: it's like to. Did he, for, for your mum to go through something like that? Did he say
1: but. he was? Did he say it was his girlfriend? He did. He said you were a great girlfriend. No,
0: but he said. It, but it sounds like they split up and then he left that night and he had, they had an argument and he left Dude, and she okay.
1: was like I never want to
0: see you again okay. and he walked out Yeah. and then and then that it's was December. how many
1: people have you known in your life who've responded to bad news about their family by turning their phone off for weeks just put that out and also
0: he's just addressed it to Sophie and put it through the wrong door
1: yeah like I think we're dealing with a bullshit artist here. <laughs> that's what I think I think he went home that night and went oh fuck that turned his phone off didn't like, didn't even turn his phone off. Just didn't text her back for a couple well, of you weeks. You think their whole letters bullshit? I think we're dealing I think, we're dealing. I think we're dealing. I think we're dealing with teenagers. No, no, no. I think it's real. But I think it's a guy who just uh, had a moment of clarity. He watched some kind of deep film and felt bad about the way he treated some girl. <laughs> right. And I think that he's just
0: like he delivered it by hand. I think fuck that. I think you don't. let's not forget whoever got this letter that. Josh is the one that doesn't like Valentine's Day or birthdays <laughs> or any of that shit. So I think you got to, f- like, take it upon yourself to find out who the hell Sophie is. Either that, the easiest way to deal with it, it'd be to put it back in the thing and put it in next door's thing. Imagine, then they
1: can- <laughs> 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 you they just keep they can it. find out who Sophie is for you. That's an amazing way to deal with it. Yeah. You could just knock on the neighbours' doors and go, "Do you Definitely, know who that would the be?" The port? first. I think neighbours is the first protocol. Well, who went out? Who had a girlfriend and didn't know her last fucking name, and then went, "How am I going to find this person?" All or where she lived. Absolute dog shit. Like, even <laughs> if she blocked him on all social media, he's still going to know who the mutual friends are. He's still going to know. Right? It's just there's something fucking weird about it. But I mean, he, he was like, still in the world of tears
2: yeah in a a house house of tears a house of tears and things
1: you know Um, opaque tears my no that's my 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 concluding advice is it sounds like bullshit the guy sounds crazy just ignore it ignore Um, it and, and to be honest sophie talking to sophie who the letter's for any guy who goes home one night and just doesn't text you for weeks is a fucking moron so you're better off without him
2: I think there's more to a bit it. Bit harsh, bit mm. harsh. He's grieving. Bit
1: harsh. It sounds yeah. like a, an excuse. Anyway, what do you think? Just a bit harsh. And what's your <laughs> What's your thing? How do you what, What's your advice?
2: What's My advice is well, what What they just sent in this letter. What, what do you They want to know what to do with the letter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you take it out at parties and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think go for it. Try yeah. to find it. I think the, the sentiments expressed in the letter are laudable, and I think go for it. Try to get it to its intended target. She needs to know. She needs to know. And if you do make a documentary,
1: call it House of Tears. House of Tears. You woke (laughs) up in House of Tears. Okay, all right, last one. Last one. Dear Excitable Boy podcast, I've noticed you seem to be getting annoyed at the number of sex questions that get sent into you on the show. So I thought I'd ask you something on the whole more wholesome. I'm a 16-year-old boy about to do my GCSEs and I'm sure you'll remember being this age is pretty tough. I'm not naturally good at anything. Not on the football teams, not top in the class, or predicted the best grades. This sounds like a like a, pop, a pop punk song. Um, I'm supposed to pick a decent university, but I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Did you at 16? My main problem is this. Girls don't look at me. I'm not tall or strong for my age. This is sort of making me ache a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm not tall or strong for my age. I'm just not the kind of guy they look at. Girls I do talk to regularly see me mainly as a friend and I try to respect that and be a gentleman. What do you think I could do to help the girls notice me? Start not a band? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm a me- I was expecting that to come up. <laughs> you should know that like people
2: peak there's a certain type of people that peak at school yeah man and like the people you're worried about they're going to do fuck all when yeah. they leave and they're they yeah. they're, they're, they're peaking right now the things you don't understand that they're peaking right now they're going to come back to your school and teach cuz they 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 miss it <laughs> That, there's that type of person. Yeah. Whereas yeah. You're, at the moment, good, you're growing. You, you're you've got a longer game. Going. Such good advice. I can't, I, this yeah. is. Yeah. You're going to hit thirty. You're going to hit thirty. You're going to fucking own it. Yeah. It's true. It is the truth. But you, at the moment, you're in, you're a work in progress, and you got to, yeah. You're in the engine room. These people, they think they've got it. They they, they they're they're dominating the game right now, and when they hit twenty five, all those tricks aren't going to work. The looks are going to go a bit. They're not going to be the best footballer or rugby player or whatever. Because they're not that good anyway. Because yeah, they're, they're outside of yeah. school all of a sudden. But yeah, suddenly uh, they're in the big wide world. And they're going to fade off and they're going to do something quite yeah. normal with their lives, something quite, you know, the people and a dine. you are going like, to kick on. It's going to be great.
0: Today, though, just try kissing the girls that are your friends. Yeah. Just like, try kissing them. Like there's, 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 like there's nothing worse <laughs> wait, wait, than. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, do it well. No, just go well. up
1: to a girl and be like,
0: "Hey, you know what are no. friends." Do you want, just lunge. No, but, but try it on. what? How well how she going to okay, like? come my, on? He's sixteen okay. years old. If you if you find yourself, if you, if you, find yourself you what you don't want to do is just be the guy that's like, you know, that they're going. Please kiss me, and you're yeah, going yeah. blah blah blah, blah like, and just talking for ages. You know, there's nothing wrong if you if you get an inkling that they're into it. And okay, also, hey, this, hang on, just, j- just jump but, on it. this
2: gentleman thing, also you've got to be aware of it. Don't apologise for what you exactly, want. Exactly, yeah. This is, this, is the thing, this is the
1: only thing that worries me a little bit. The girls I do talk to regularly see me mainly as a friend and I try to respect that and be a gentleman. There's I, no gentleman allowed gentlemen, like to kiss women. Yeah, but I just think, e- you'd be the, you know, maybe be, a, maybe be a bit less nice.
0: No, that no. is terrible advice. No, it's not. Don't be fucking
1: nice. Girls love a bad boy. Girls love. Go to the the, the local cancer research shop, buy an old leather jacket, right? (laughs) Put some studs in it, stick some badges in it.
2: And that did well for you, didn't it? Right?
1: Go back (laughs) on on Monday. (laughs) All of a sudden, you don't want to talk to them. Maybe don't let the hair get a bit greasy. And when they say, hey, hey, you know what's his name? This what? sounds like a pop punk song, <laughs> right? Hey, Dave, well, would you want to go get lunch? Just, uh, j- you just like you smoke now. All of a sudden, you smoke, yeah. and then just go. Sigh. You know, you do what you want to do, babe. I, you know, I just I'm not really I don't, don't want to talk to you today. She will want to kiss you so fucking quickly. Well, hey. they also don't don't forget yeah.
0: that like the, the thing is it, like they also like confidence as well. So and they also like you, you know when people charm them. So the thing is as well when you say you've got girls that you're friends with. but you don't know, you know... Is there one that you like in particular? You know, it's like... Because if you're into someone, then, you know, then there's ways that you can definitely, like, approach that. And you should, you know, you should tell them. But you should start by complimenting on their shoes or their hair or this, that and the other and, you know, talk it through. But just, at the end of the day, it's just like, as soon as you kiss them, then it just, the game changes and then it's... it's, Yeah, but you're
1: jumping the gun quite a lot there. He's 16, man. Yeah, but how do you go from... Mate, like, I remember being sixteen, and I remember it being a nightmare trying to try to uh, kiss girls. Has
2: because he... I, I, I kiss,
1: I kissed one girl at high school. What at high school? I kiss one person. Horrible, experience. different game now. Good has yeah, he? he Instagram? Really? I didn't. Lo- I didn't lose my virginity till I was seventeen. Hey, it's Josh here. Uh, as you can tell, this is not the end of the Beans on Toast podcast. This is me in my bedroom at midnight recording the end of the show because the laptop conked out and the hard drive was full so with the last three minutes of the show um cut out so i'm sorry that it's ending like this like a bit of a damp squib um but uh thanks jay beans on toast for coming on the show um i could pretend he's here if you want um hey jay thanks for coming on the show oh well, thanks josh for having me it's it's a pleasure it was my favorite podcast, yeah, I really like everything yeah I really like the show, so I think it's brilliant uh, and, <laughs> and uh, i'll um we'll see you guys next week and uh, don't forget Valentine's Day is coming up, and uh even if your girlfriend says she doesn't want anything and she doesn't believe in it and it's a fake holiday and she doesn't care that's a fucking lie. you still need to get her something. just trust me, take my advice on this don't you can learn from my mistakes here. Don't fuck it up like I did. Just, uh, you know, go out and get her something, even if she says she doesn't want anything. And uh, because it's, uh, you know, it's a holiday for... It's not really about love, is it? It's just about showing that you remembered. That's really all it means, isn't it? Here's a teddy bear. What? So uh, join us next week for more nothing. Bye.